Welcome to this episode of the Luminosity Podcast, hosted by Maria Conde. This podcast is an ongoing conversation to provide busy entrepreneurs practical tools and inspiring stories to live a healthy and abundant life with grace and ease. Welcome to the show. Here's your host, Maria Conde. Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Luminosity Podcast. I know if you're here, it is most likely because you're overwhelmed, maybe stressed, maybe even exhausted and in search of relief from all of those. Today, we are going to dive into Mindfulness 101. First, we're going to take a look at what mindfulness actually is, and then we will look at, we're going to do a little test for ourselves to see how mindful we are and a little self-check in there. And then we're going to look at some of the benefits of mindfulness. And then we're going to finish up with some things that you can do to help be more mindful in your own life. I'd also like to add here right now that there are two types of mindfulness that we're going to talk about. One is informal and one is formal. Informal mindfulness is about how we go about our days. These are the regular daily activities that we do and how we show up in each of those. And formal mindfulness is a little bit more closer to meditation. It's sitting down with awareness and your breath, things like that. So we'll dive into that a little bit more in a bit. But before we get into all of this in a big way, let's first look at what mindfulness actually is. And mindfulness is paying attention to what is happening right here and now and being present. You're putting your thoughts and attention and everything, your whole focus on what is happening right in front of you in the moment. In addition to that, it's about not putting judgment on anything. Nothing's good or bad. It just is in that moment. So let's look a little bit further about, I'm going to ask you a couple questions about how you're showing up in a mindful or not so mindful way in your own life. Think about your daily life. And are you going to tend to feel bad about how you're feeling about things? Do you worry about the past or are you worrying about the future? Do you analyze things and judge things? with you know all your thoughts, all your emotions, do you put judgment to those or do you just let them be? So on the flip side of all that is, are you observing life as it happens and focusing on the present moment and allowing yourself to enjoy the things as they actually happen, not thinking about the future and not thinking about the past, just right here and now. So I like to use this example when I'm talking about this and thinking about like a simple thing like a birthday party. So you're invited to this birthday party and do you, you know, when you walk through the door, are you just, you know, relieved that you got there on time? Are you five minutes late and you're thinking about how, what you need to do after that birthday party and, you know, what are you going to be eating there and did you bring the right gift and wonder what kind of people are going to be there, all those things. Or do you walk in the door, look the birthday person in the eye and say happy birthday from the bottom of your heart? and being mindful and present, looking at all the people around and not putting any judgment on them and just soaking it up, being open to learn new things from people, just being aware of your surroundings. You know, when you get a piece of birthday cake, are you tasting it all? Are you thinking about, oh my God, this is going to be so many calories on me and I shouldn't really be eating this? And are you just savoring every last little mouthful of that cake? So those are some things for you to think about and how you're showing up and whether or not you've been mindful or not. So now let's have a look at um, 
how mindfulness can actually help you. Mindfulness does a lot for us, actually. It's, there's a lot of, I don't want to call it popular thing now, but it's, it is um, a lot more out there in the world than it used to be, we'll put it that way. Because they're finding it's very, very good for us in so many different fronts. So, and of course, we're in a very, very busy world. And it's helping us to deal with all that. So it helps us calm our mind and relax. And it allows us just time to just be. It promotes mental well-being. It helps you treat depression and anxiety. It improves the symptoms of ADHD. It can help you improve relationships between people. So think about those moments, especially the relationship side of things. When you look at back at having a conversation with either your mother or your child, where both of you are present, and were you looking at each other in the eye and having a conversation? Or was it just busy passing conversation, busy life sort of thing? Let's just take a peek at the informal mindfulness side of things and how we can use that in our everyday life. When you, I'll give you, I think we'll walk through maybe about four examples in here. So when you first wake up in the morning, you open your eyes and take a moment to feel the sheets on your body and take a deep breath in and don't jump out of bed immediately. Give yourself a moment to feel your surroundings a bit. When you open your eyes, is there sunlight outside that you can see? Feel the awareness of your room. Don't hit snooze. <laughs> Don't go back to sleep yet. Little Mel Robbins there, five-second rule. Don't go back to sleep. But you don't need to jump out of bed immediately. I want you to feel all the things around you. Smell the air. Did you have your bedroom window open? Are you getting some fresh morning air in your room? That's being mindful. So that's for something simple as getting up in the morning and how you, what you do with that, right? So the next one we're going to mention is actually one of my favorite ones because of my nutrition background. And this is something I learned a long time ago. And I actually do when I teach mindfulness, I actually go through a little exercise with this one that I'm, I'll show you in a second. So, and this is in relation to eating. So when you're sitting down to dinner, I suggest you make sure your phone is turned off, all your cell phones and all devices and iPods, iPads and computers and whatever else you have, the TV is all off. Now I want you to use your senses to actually look at your food. Is it visually appealing to you? Notice the color of the food, notice the texture. Then you can maybe move to smelling it. How does that smell? And then you can go into the taste of it. So you can um, see if it tastes sweet or is it spicy? Is it warm? Is it cold? All those things. Take a small bite and just savor it. Now, from a nutrition perspective, which I'll just throw in here, when you're doing this, you should be actually um, chewing your food really, really long. And it's a really hard thing to do. I actually tried to do it according to sort of textbook standards of how long you should chew your food. And it's not easy. And nor do I like doing it. So, but chew your food fully and longer than what you normally would. It's better for digestion, helps your body process all the nutrients, get, get it all out of your food. When we're chewing and swallowing our food practically whole, it's very hard for our body to process it and get everything out of it that we need to have out of it. 
because the saliva in our mouth actually helps the enzymes in there help digest the food and pull out everything that we need for all the benefits of it because it's got all the vitamins and nutrients in there that we need to have into our body not you know flowing through the digestive system and back out again we want it in our body so that's a little detour into nutrition there for a moment so let's dive into um one other piece that relates to food, and that is cooking. So you can do the same mindfulness exercise when you're cooking your dinner or your breakfast or your lunch or your snacks, whatever you want. Um, I'll use popcorn, for instance. We're making some popcorn, because that's a really great one because it's got lots of sound to it and a lot of sound. It's got the popping sound, and even when you're shuffling you know, your seasonings through the bowl, it makes a lot of sound, and you can smell it, and you can taste it, and you can visually see it. It's, there's, you use all your senses in there to take it all in. And you know, another one I like doing when you're cooking, and a, a lot of very well-known, high-prominent chefs will do this, is they use their hands a lot. They'll be mixing like um, pie crust, for instance, and they won't use the little wire thing that a lot of us use. They'll actually use their hands to break it all up and feel the right texture of it. And they're using their senses to actually do it as opposed to um, a machine. So that's a bit on the food side of things. And think about that the next time you're eating any of your meals. It's a really great way to, it's a great time to just chill out, slow down, and enjoy. If you have family at the table with you, enjoy them and savor that moment. So the example I wanted to get to, which the fourth one, is about walking. And this, you know, when if you're doing this, it's actually turning into more of a meditation. It's like a walking meditation. So if you're outside, you can, I'll add two things here. So if you're outside, smell the air, you know, take it all in. Feel the air on your skin. Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it clammy outside? Is it bright? Is it dark? Is it cloudy? Observe all those things. Use all your senses to feel it. And if you can, it's so good if you can do this. If you're in a position where you can actually, and you need to make sure you're safe doing this, is actually take your shoes and socks off and actually walk in grass or on the earth. Um, pavement, not so great. But if you can get onto grass or in a forest, somewhere where you know you're not going to hurt your feet. It is so grounding and it you're, you're putting your body in tune with the energy of the earth and it's just... It's really amazing. You know, listen for the birds chirping and other little animals, hopefully nothing too big, <laughs> in the forest there with you. And uh, take it all in. And, you know, if you, I'm from the prairies and we have crickets and things like that. And I love hearing all those things when you're out in the, in the nature. So those are a few areas. You get the general gist of what mindfulness looks like and how you can use it in your life. There's lots of different examples you can go into with that. And just it's about being aware of when, those, when you're not grounded and you're just, you know, the anxiety's kicked in or you're just running wild, I call it. It's time to come back and group and be mindful. When you're, you know, if you're a parent particularly, if you're running all over the place, being chauffeur to everybody, you know, use all those moments. Don't just be the chauffeur. Use the moment in the car to have some great conversations. I find, being a mother, that some of our best conversations have been in the car because 
you know, especially you got teenagers, you know, they, they don't want to look you in the eye and tell you all the stuff. But in the backseat where she sits often, she'll tell me all kinds of stuff because she doesn't have to be confronted by me. I'm driving, right? So it's a little bit of a safe zone. And uh, she's done that since she was little. She loves telling me all sorts of things. And I heard, hear about her whole day when she gets in the backseat of the car. And it just, it's a great place. And it's obviously you have to be mindful when you're driving, but you can um, listen. And, you know, sometimes I just park the car. I've done that too. Where if she's got something really serious to say, I just park. I pull over and I park the car. So, because we always want, we want everyone to be safe, right? So, careful of your mindfulness when you're driving. But, you know, that's an interesting point on even doing that, though. How mindful are you when you actually are driving? Have you ever gone from your place, from point A to point B, and not even realized anything on the path there? You realize you're just pulling in. It's like, oh, I didn't even remember driving here. And because your brain is going in a million different places, as opposed to all the surroundings of you while you're driving. So, another little piece on mindfulness while driving. That is that. I wanted to do, oh, I meant, I was going to tell you about the food exercise that I do with, um, I've done this with, actually, I used to teach a children's yoga class. And we used to do this where you would give them something simple, like really tiny little piece of apple. And they have to look at the apple, all the, all the little, you know, get really close to it. What do the little lines on the skin look like? And what color is the skin? How does it feel? And smell it then. And is it sweet smelling or is it kind of a, a more bitter one? Or is it spicier smell apple? Or what is it? You know, just process that. And then take a small taste of it. And what's the texture like feel like in your mouth? What is the sound when you crunch into it? And this is a great exercise for kids to do. And it's great as an adult, you know, um, working in an office, it's great to have a cut up apple there. And you can do this for like one or two minutes on your desk. And it just brings you back down into a more grounded space to make your day go a little bit smoother. So that is that little exercise that I love doing. You can try it with kids too. Works really great for the little ones. And, you know, if you try these things, I'd love to hear in the comments how it worked for you. If it didn't or didn't or things that you'd like to, if you can offer some tips for other people, that would be great. This is just a little snippet of mindfulness for today and how you can use it in your everyday life to bring some more calm to your life. And that's what we're all about here, right? So... If you would like to learn a little bit more about getting back some of your energy and have less stress in your life, I've got a little uh, free book that I've ebook that I've done. It's called All Day Energy, and it's a roadmap to, or I think it's a blueprint. It's called <laughs> your blueprint to less stress and more energy. It's got some great tips in there. It's got some recipes. It's lots of great stuff in this little book. So grab yourself a copy. I'll put that in the show notes. You can also get it at um, mariacondi.com. There's a, a link right there for it. You can get that for yourself. I think that's about it for this week. Really appreciate you listening in. And we will catch you next week. Have a great one, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Show notes are available at www.mariaconde.com.